two, one. Go ahead. And that is my guest for tonight. I am JJ. This is the Sportatorium. And uh, we're going to talk some football. We're going to talk life in general. Man, uh, you really inspire me with the things going on in the current events. All the stuff about God that you post. Um, I thank you for that to start off. And I wonder, how are you keeping sane in all this? My, my faith in God, number one, uh, without that, I don't think I would be able to have done anything I've been able to do up to this point, whether it be football or just life in general. Uh, and I think just, just having the patience of, you know, uh, hope, I think uh, that's important in anything, especially in times like these where you don't really know what's going to happen. Yeah, that's very true. I've seen a lot of people that are uh, a little bit shaky in their faith because of the virus and stuff, too. Yeah, for sure. And I think, uh, you know, this will be a test for a lot of people's faith in general. Uh, Whenever you go through a pandemic like this or just any situation where it affects everybody, I think it just kind of opens your mind up to what life is really about. Oh, for sure. Uh, it kind of makes me think, too. You know, maybe we should all be united instead of sure. divided. Most definitely. You know, like, instead of going, hey, you're this, hey, you're that, look at the good side of people. Most definitely. It's, it's crazy. Um, wow. Um... Okay, uh, I guess the next thing would be, uh, can you talk about your time with University of Texas? Because I saw yeah. in some research that I've done that you were recruited or you had uncommitted to A&M? Uh, well, I was, I was recruited by A&M amongst other schools, but I was actually uh, committed to Oklahoma. Um, I switched switched about a week and a half before uh, signing day over to UT. Oh, wow. What made you decide to go to UT? Um, You know, hometown kid. uh, You know, when when you have the number one team in in the country um, during that time, you know, being a hometown kid and you know, I, I felt that I was one of the best, so I thought I needed to be where the best the best were at at that time. That was the University of Texas at that particular time. So Yeah. That that was a it's well it was a fun program to watch. Have you kept up with them lately? Um, I have. Uh, I'd like to get a little more. Uh, last year I was very busy just in life in general as far as uh, kind of finding my identity uh, over the last 
I stopped playing in about 2013. So for the past like six, seven years, it's been a constant search of just trying to find my identity because I mean, I had that sports um, for like 20 years of my life. So it's kind of hard to, to find something else to uh, find a career in and just stay interested in. So um, it's been a smooth transition, but yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, the last couple of years I've been somewhat disengaged with just uh, football in general, but I'm getting more back into it uh, slowly here. So. But I do, I do keep up with, with the team. I keep up just to see what's going on. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a time of rebuilding, you know, and I think, again, that's another example of you got to cherish – every moment because you never know when it's going to be up or down so yeah that's very true um okay with your your playing experience where exactly has uh football taken you i've seen you in the nfl but where to after that uh well i did my rookie season uh with the tennessee titans got released um during training camp and then I went to uh, Canada to play with the uh, Montreal Alouettes. I did that as well. So that is awesome. Yep, I did that for about a year, and uh, basically we uh, battled some inter- injuries, and then uh, gave it up after that, and went back to school and got my degree. Started the workforce. Your degree? What did you uh, major in? Uh, kinesiology. That was my uh, major. Is that a that's human movement? Yeah, exercise science, basically study of movement. That is awesome. Yeah, it's it's uh it's coming handy. Uh, it's pretty much what I did my whole life. Uh, when you talk about sports, it's like a it's like a cross between uh, health and sports, basically. Um, but yeah, I was able to to do that, and then, uh, you know, I've been able to get in the workforce since then, so, been nothing but positive. That's good. Where, uh, where are you now? What are you doing these days? Uh, I've actually been in sales for, like, the past seven years, um, just bouncing around to different industries here and there, and, uh, I've been a sales professional for about seven years now. I'm actually in mechanical engineering sales right now at this speed. So Wow. Yeah. It's amazing where football can take you. Wow, all that from football, huh? Yeah. I think uh it definitely uh, opened opened the door for me in a lot of ways and you know, it's 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 taught me the, the work ethic that you need for just everyday success I guess. That is awesome, man. Um, that brings me to uh, another question I had. Do you have a lesson that you've learned from UT that that actually helps you out to this day? A lesson that I learned. Basically, there was a there was a phrase that uh, you know we used to always go by, or kind of an idea was got to compete uh, to be the best you got to compete every day uh, basically you got to be 
consistently good to be great. And I think uh, that applies to anything you do in life, um, be it being a dad, being a husband, uh, athlete, uh, salesman, I mean, whatever, an artist, whatever you decide to do, I think that applies to everyone. Very true. Um, speaking of artistry, you're a rapper now too, right? Yeah, I, I've been making music for about five, four or five years. Uh, I've always been into music, just in general. Um, but I just, I don't know, I, I finally took an approach of, you know, um, I'm done with everything and I can really focus on my artistry. Um, I've been able to play instruments. Uh, I've been in choir. It's just a kind of a hidden talent I've had, you know, my whole life. I just never really had a chance to pursue it. So, um, yeah, I've been doing that for about four years, almost five years, uh, I guess, officially releasing music. And so, yeah, it's it's been positive, man. And, you know, nothing but um, good vibes and, and positive energy, pretty much. Your message seems to be pretty positive too, from what I've seen. Yeah, I, I um, the way that I approach my my art, uh, you know, I try to keep it as pure as possible, and I try to look at my art as a reflection of time, or like a reflection of my life. Um, you know, I think that that's the art that. I basically grew up with that really stuck with me or has affected my life is things that are more personal or things that are, you know, have more value. I think those things hold more value when you're talking about art. Um, things that have a personal uh, trigger or like a, a personal uh, touch, basically. Or something that holds practical, practical value. Yeah. So it's almost like you're giving part of your soul to your music. That is awesome. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's important. I think uh, you know, I, I I think if you go with that approach and you take the same idea of what I was saying earlier, as far as you know, just trying to trying to be great, uh, be good or great every day, you're gonna. I mean, you're not. You're gonna always fall uh, short of greatness. So I think uh, if you just take that same approach to music, I think uh, you can do nothing but make good music. So uh, It's been pretty pretty successful thus far. Uh, I think I have a pretty decent following. Um, I think this year is the first year I've really taken a serious approach as far as, uh, you know, really put myself out there vis visually. Um, a lot of it's just been, you know, hearsay and uh, just, just the music, I guess. But... Um, you know, I've done a lot more live shows this past year, and um, I'm in the process of putting together a lot of visuals for the albums I've done recently. So. Wow. I can't wait to see all this unfold. I didn't even know. Yeah. So I think uh, this is going to be just a good year overall for the music. I think it's uh, good timing. I think um, everything happens for a reason. And I'm excited to uh, be able to share it once I'm done. So. Yeah, and you were an artist on the football field too, so. I mean, I, I, sure. 
I can't wait to see it, dude. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> if we can, um, before we take, uh, well, after we take this little break, I have a question about your football experience between the CFL and NFL, and we'll talk a little bit more about your music, and then, uh, uh, we'll, I guess we'll reconvene then. All right, we are back with one of my favorite Longhorns, James Kirkendall. Hopefully a lifelong friend after this, if I'm lucky. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, man, so you are you are an artist on the football field and off. Uh, I listened to your newest song, and I was shocked. I was really shocked because when I think of rap music, I think of stuff that is on the news, you know, and to hear the positivity coming out of you, man, I was motivated. Like, I want to go out and I want to find a challenge that I know I can beat and I want to go smack it in the face. That is awesome. (laughs) Um... And I want to talk about that, uh, your rap music and football, if I may. Did you did you do all that with while you were with the Longhorns? Like, did that your passion for music start then, or how far back does it go? Yeah, I, I basically uh, I basically was raised on uh, hip hop music. Uh, my you know my my stepdad was a huge advocate for. Um, hip hop in general, um, as well as my older brother, my oldest brother. Um, I was a kid that basically used to, to uh, take his tapes, uh, his cassette tapes, um, steal them, and listen to them when he would sleep or when he would go to school. Or, you know, uh, I was a guy, the kid that would go to the record store to uh, buy singles. Like now, you have uh, singles on iTunes and stuff. I was the kid that used to go to the record stores back in the day and get the actual singles on CDs. Um, but yeah, hip hop has been very uh, adjacent to my football experience. Uh, I would say my whole life. Uh, I you know I, I came up on music from you know like Tupac and uh, Nas. Both uh, Biggie, you know that that '90s outcast, that '90s golden era uh, music. So, uh, and even in the early 2000s, you know, you had like the 50 Cent, you got uh, uh, Eminem, Ludacris, stuff like that. You know, I, I've been able to experience a lot of good hip hop music. So, uh, I would definitely say I'm blessed in that sense. But when I was in college. I did do some different freestyles, and, you know, I would uh, hop on the mic here and there, uh, but never really put out any recordings because I just wanted to focus on the game, you know, what I was there for. Uh, I was, uh, I took a very uh, focused approach in the sense of, like, you know, I was there for ball, and that's the only reason I, you know, that's the only thing I cared about at that time, so... Once I knew it was over, and I knew I was done playing, and it was like, okay, I can focus on what I really want to do, which is uh, make music. 
That is awesome. Um, I hate to be that guy, but would you mind doing a couple of bars? set my eardrums on fire. Woo! <laughs> that was awesome. sign up for that <laughs> that was awesome man i am a rock fan too and you just got me going wow <laughs> what uh what's your favorite rock rack, uh, rock i am a skillet fan oh okay gotta stay with uh christian rock <laughs> Wow, really? Yeah, Queen. Uh, I like Queen's music as well. Queen. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Queen. They did uh, We Will Rock You, right? Is that them? Yeah. <laughs> Man, heard in stadiums everywhere today. <laughs> oh, <Hope so. laughs> uh, okay. Speaking of music, what can we find on your playlist? Uh, classic hip hop, you know, the Tupac, we got uh, 
Outcast, Nas, uh, I got some new school stuff, uh, Nipsey Hustle, uh, Kendrick Lamar, things like that. Uh, and as far as uh, other genres, um, you know, I, I do, I have Selena on my playlist, I have Phil uh, uh, Collins, uh, Nina Simone, I mean, I, I'm pretty much all over the board, man. I, if it sounds good, if it's got soul to it, you know, I, I can vibe with it. So. Wow. All right. So, okay, how do you prepare either for a concert that you do? Or on the field, what is in your ear? Or is there anything in your ear? Yeah. Uh, if it's the day of, I uh, I like to do my rehearsals. Try to get those. I try to do a live set, like a live set run through. Uh, you know, I, I like to watch videos and live performances from my favorite artists. Uh, I like to watch a lot of uh, like Tupac. Uh, performances, uh, things like that, uh, and then I just, I just go with the energy, man, uh, I, I'm real big on my live set, uh, I mean, I, I love making music, recording it, but nothing beats a live performance, my performance is, uh, you know, it's everything's live, I don't, you know, I, I don't believe in, uh, I don't know if you've been to um, a lot of hip-hop concerts, uh, recently, but a lot of people like to um, basically perform over the song that's recorded. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, it can be a little uh, unsettling, I guess. Because, but I like to do everything live over my instrumentals. And, I mean, I've even done it over a live drum uh, in a band as well. So. Wow, that's interesting. Uh, you planning on coming to Dallas after all this is over? <laughs> um, that's, you know, uh, I think uh, Dallas will be one of the places I need to get out to. Uh, currently, I'm looking to, obviously, Austin. Uh, I think uh, L.A. is going to be a spot for me to hit, too, as well as New York. Um, but Houston and Dallas are definitely on my, my list as far as where I need to uh, perform. Man, you come to Dallas, you might see me there. Wow. For sure. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, um, if we can go back to football for a few. Um, I have a friend that is in Canada, and he wanted to know what you feel the uh, biggest differences are between the NFL and CFL. Of like track and soccer, one, but with football pads, that's what 
Man, I need oxygen just thinking about it. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot different from your traditional uh, you know, football game. How are the crowds up there? They're pretty good. Uh, they're not, it's not going to be like the NFL team, obviously. But, but it's, it's, a, it's, a good, it's a good turnout. You know, I love my time in Montreal. You know, nothing but positive uh, people, and I had a great, great experience out there. That is awesome. Any interest in coaching? Um, at the time, I had uh, Mark Sussman was my coach at the time, so he was a cool, cool coach. Um, you know, and then I had Jeff Hartman, who was basically uh, uh, Tom Brady. Uh, CFL with Anthony Calvillo, um, but he goes by AC. He's like the all-time passing leader, so it was cool. To, you know, uh, he he one of the greats in that league. Wow, that sounds like uh, the CFL was really rewarding for you. Yeah, it, it definitely opened my mind up as far as. Uh, life in general. Uh, I was able to experience a whole new country, a whole new way of living, and yeah, it was was fun. Um, Did you find it to be challenging, like, in terms of adjusting quickly, or did you catch on real quick, or how'd that go? Uh, just the weather was a big adjustment coming from Texas. <laughs> yup. Uh, wasn't too bad. <laughs> wow, the weather. That's something I didn't even think of, man. That's good. You must be a quick learner. I've had a a friend of mine explain it to me, and I I got lost about two or three sentences into what he was trying to tell me, and I kind of blew him off. (laughs) Like, yeah, okay. But hearing you, it's like, oh, wow. That is awesome, man. Oh, okay. Um, Let me ask you this. When we come back from uh, this break, I want to know if you had your chance to coach, would you do it? And that'll come in just a second. And we are back with James Kirkendall on the Sportatorium. Uh, The question I had asked was, if you could coach, if you were given the opportunity, would you do it or... Is the time away from football beneficial, do you think? Do you miss the field? Yeah. Uh, I had an opportunity uh, to coach at one point, and I just, it was one of those deals where, 
it just I don't think it was for me. Uh, but I, I did. There was a point where I was training. I was training uh, young athletes, but I recently, um, over the past couple of years, decided that um, I didn't want to um, do that any longer. So, but I mean, it's it's just one of those things where um, I just felt like I've I've done it so long to where um, I just really couldn't see myself doing. Oh, okay. Okay. That's cool. Um, all right. Well, so, uh, if, um, let's say the Cowboys or something asked you to coach, you probably wouldn't then, huh? Yeah, I think, uh, I think I'm good on the coaching. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know what, I know what it's like to get into it. I know, uh, you know, as far as the decisions that have to be made, Still, you know, I'm, uh, I just don't want to play in that arena. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, can you tell us what a day versus? Okay, I'm trying to. I have this jumbled up in my head, but I'm trying to say a day prepare preparing for a football game versus a day preparing for a performance. How does that? What goes into that mentally for you? Each one. Uh, I would say the leading up process is, is very similar. Um, just like in practice, you have to run the same plays um, over and over again. Just like with, you know, with with, with performing, uh, it's the same. It's the same uh, process of hey, I have to uh, rehearse these songs. Um, I got to do it full speed, or I got to do it uh, full energy live. It's, it's basically the same process. A lot of repetition, a lot of trial and error, um, and it's a lot of uh, energy. You know, I think uh, it's, the process is very similar. Oh wow! I didn't even think it would be honestly. Yeah. Uh, what about a uh, crowd? interaction for you on each side of the field like does that play a bigger part in football or does it play a bigger part in you being on stage uh, I think you know I think it's actually easier in football to be honest with you because with football you know you don't really you hear, you hear the fans you hear uh I mean, you hear the crowd, but they're not like, you know, they're not right there in your face the whole time. And you got a little bit of, uh, like, leeway, I guess. Oh, wow. Uh, I think it's actually harder performing music because you don't have a helmet on, you know. <laughs> they're not like, there's, there's not like a, a barrier at the gate, right? Like, there's, it's like people are right there looking at you and like hey you gotta you gotta put on the show so i think it's actually harder to perform songs than it is to uh play a game in my opinion that is interesting wow yeah i guess it would be because there's no way to hide right (laughs) yeah you can't on a football field you know you can you can somewhat uh you know if you drop a pass or 
you know, if anything, if, if you make any mistake, it's not highlighted as much versus if you, you know, if you mess up a lyric, then yeah, it's not like you can stop the song in the middle of the song, right? It's like, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta be sharp. Ooh, I couldn't do it. Yeah, it, it, it can get tough, man. And uh, I think that's what, for me, that's what, uh, that is what, you know, is intriguing to me as far as when you're talking about the greatest to ever do music, um, when you're getting up there with, like, the Bob Marley or, uh, you know, the Tupac Accord, in my opinion, people like that, it's like, you know, um, it's hard. It's not, it's not something that looks easy, but, you know, when you get up there, you have to do it. It's two different things, so. Hmm, okay. Yeah. All right, well, uh, okay, you have a Mount Rushmore of music. Who are your faces on your Mount Rushmore? And why? Wow. <laughs> that is that is a heck of a Mount Rushmore there. Yeah. So. Who would you, uh, if you could, perform a, a live show with anybody? Who would it be? Um, a lot. I guess that question would be dead or, dead or alive. Um, That's your choice. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. You're actually getting my curiosity going on all these different people because there's some I've heard of and some I'm absolutely clueless about. Yeah. That's interesting. All right. Well, uh, let's see. If, okay, I've heard, you're going to laugh at this, but I've heard country music and rap combined, and it's actually pretty good in my opinion. You probably know who it is because he's a... Longhorns fan, um, or maybe not, it's Cowboy Troy, um, if you could combine somebody, uh, combine a performance, or collaborate, there's the word, with somebody not in rap R&B, who would it be and why? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Uh, it's your dream concert. Who would you perform with? You got me going again. I'm going to have to go look that up. <laughs> Man, okay. Um, obviously, music is a hidden talent and passion. What are some of your other hidden talents that you might have? Nobody knows about. with you we have where i am uh we have three dogs and a double yellow-headed amazon parrot so it's oh, well, huh say it again well, that's awesome. yeah she's a mess she tells me to shut up all the time <laughs> she thinks she's uh, the boss around here man yeah <laughs> Honestly, I'm surprised you didn't hear her yelling just a few minutes ago. My dog was barking. She definitely yelled. I couldn't even hear her. Really? Yeah, I couldn't, couldn't hear her. <laughs> I was worried about that. That's good to know. Yeah. My bird goes, shut up. Your love for animals. Hmm. Favorite exotic animal? Um, I like the I like the koala bears and white tigers. White tigers. There you go. Favorite uh, animals. Uh, I would have to go white tiger or a monkey. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I bumped into a. It was a. What do you call them? You know the the helper animals to people that have special needs. Um, I I don't know the name of them, but um, there was one that was a chimpanzee. Oh okay. And it was in the middle of Walmart, and it noticed me. I'm in a wheelchair, and I was with my parents at the time, just in high school. It freaked me out. Yeah. I was like, "What is a monkey doing in this Walmart?" Yeah. <laughs> 
and it wanted a handshake. Yeah. That's freaky. I was like 14 years old at the time. I don't know why you, I thought you would care, but there's something for you to laugh about. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, okay. Well, um, we are getting close to the end of the interview. Uh, kind of want to talk a little bit more music with you. Uh, a little bit more football, maybe, and uh, and then I might I'm gonna let you go after that. But first, we will come back and get right back on the music. All right, we are back with James Kirkendall talking music, talking football, talking monkey business. As my Yorkie barks in the background. Good gracious! And there's my Maltese now. Um, all right, so I lost my train of thought with that too. Wow. Um, okay, does James Kirkendall play any video games? I do. I play uh, NBA 2K20. It's like pretty much the only game I'm playing right now. Uh, I also play, uh, Grand Theft Auto. Are you Xbox or are you PlayStation? Gotta be PlayStation, man. I can't can't do that. Nothing against them, but I gotta go with that. Sony. Oh my goodness! I just found a discussion with you off interview. uh, If you got about five more extra minutes after this, (laughs) (laughs) that is awesome. Um, Okay, so you're a gamer. Have you played Madden lately? NCAA. What's it like to see yourself in a video game, man? It was cool. You know, it, it was cool to not have to create yourself. You know, you when you you know you're playing these games, you always have to create yourself. And it was cool to, especially when I made it to Madden. Uh, the one, uh, the one year I was there, I actually made it to Madden. So it was cool to uh, see myself and you know just. It's kind of like a childhood dream. You know, you always dream of something like that. So just to be able to, to do that, you know, it's just, it's kind of, it's uh, priceless and, you know, timeless. Yeah, I can only imagine. I bet that's awesome. Uh, did you ever look at your ratings and, and just be like, why? Or were you happy with it? Um, so I was like a like a fifty nine or something like that, something crazy. But 
Like I mean, I had like 94 speed, so I wasn't even complaining about that. <laughs> hey, I traded for you. Yeah, so. <laughs> but I, uh, it was cool on NCAA my last year. Um, I had pretty high ratings. Like, it was like 95 or 94, something like that. And I had like 97, 98 speed, so I was pretty pleased with that. On a loaded team, no less, too. Yeah, so it was, it was cool. I remember, the, remember those days seeing that. So. Yeah, I traded for you every time. I think I even imported the draft class you were on, too. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I mean, uh, you could import the draft class and all that. Yep. You were a Dallas Cowboy every time I could see you. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Hey man, I, I I don't know what to say. You are my uh, one of my favorite players. I will admit, um, and it it was cool to be able to see you in that. It's like seeing I don't know, uh, like seeing. I don't want to have this taken the wrong way, but I've I've I'm from, Tex uh, Austin area, like Fort Hood ish. You know where that is? Yeah, Colleen. So, the Longhorns have always been my teams, and it's like, I always wanted to go there, and I couldn't, so, but, um. Cool. I'm, glad I, I'm glad I was able to try to represent for, you know, the region, basically. Uh, so I could basically uh, give people a reason to watch, I guess, you know. You were definitely mine. I had my mom yelling and she didn't even know why. I was like, go James! And I'd start yelling every time somebody would go after you. <laughs> that, was, that was a good time, man. Um, Okay, that brings me to you. This isn't about me. This is about you. Who was your favorite football team going up, growing up? I mean, I'm from, my family's from the Indiana area, mm. Indiana, uh, Michigan, Chicago area. So I always loved the Bears growing up, the emblem, what it stood for, the tradition. And I always loved the Lions because of my favorite player ever is Jerry Sanders. So, um, wow. I, I always, always loved the Lions just because of Jerry Sanders. So. Wow, what a legend. Yeah, he's the greatest to ever do it in my opinion. Yeah. It, say it again? I think he's the greatest uh, to ever do it in my opinion. Uh, I love Barry Sanders. Yeah, I can see why. Uh, Walter Payton, too. You said Chicago? Yeah, Walter Payton. Uh, he was amazing, but Oh no. You will never see another Walter Payton ever again. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> but he's right there too. Uh, I mean if he, he he's definitely in my top five ever. Uh, you know, I just I just have a certain 
kind of deserves the love for Barry. I think that he's a smaller guy like myself. The way he plays the game, uh, his elusiveness, is, is just, I try to model my game after him. Really? Definitely understand the Walter Payton Wow. I didn't even know you tried to model your game. Wow, I'm I'm at a loss for loss for words. That was gonna be my next question too. <laughs> Who'd you yeah, Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Like, majority of my life, I was play, I played running back until I got to college. Running back and, like, defensive back. Yeah. I got to UT, uh, I hadn't really played much receiver at all. Huh. I, I, got, I got recruited for, uh, actually, when I, when I first got to UT, there had been talks of, you know, they wanted to put me at, but um, I just felt that I was better with the ball in my hand. Wow. And they moved you to receiver? Yeah, I, I got recruited as a receiver slash uh, corner, cornerback. Because when I was, before I went to UT, I actually, when I played in, in all of that Under Armour, it was called the East versus West off star game. I always wondered what that meant because you you would see a position and then an A if I'm not mistaken on a like a scouting report for lack of a better term. You know what I mean? It's say ATH. That's basically saying athlete, like base, you know, multi multi position player. Yeah, I always wondered about that. That confused me to no end. I was like, aren't they all athletes? Wait, what? <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I was I was a receiver. Uh, I mean, come out of high school as a running back and corner, but most of my recruitment was as an athlete slash wide receiver. In my side, you know, obviously running back. You know, you had like Cedric Benson and Ricky Williams back in those days. Those were the type of running backs that were playing D one football. That that. Uh, that weight class, you know, it wasn't very many uh, five foot nine, five foot ten, one hundred seventy pounds, one hundred eighty pound running back. That sounds like a bunch of big dudes too. Yeah. Yikes! Get bulldozed by one of them. Wow. <laughs> okay, so well, I've officially been educated. I had no idea what ATH meant at all. 
Yes, sir. If you're not learning, you're not living, right? That's true. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, I've I've covered all the bases that I wanted to cover with you, man. Uh, I know you're probably busy. Um, so I I guess we can just end the interview right here. I want to thank you for your time. Yeah, it's cool to meet you too. Hopefully, I can meet you face to face sometime. Yeah, one of these days, you know, if I'm out in that area, maybe we can uh, link up and, you know, uh, maybe check some coffee or something. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm cheesing like a little fanboy. Wow. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> That'd be awesome, man. Um, and yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on this show. Uh, I hope uh, it was worthy of your time. It definitely, it was fun for me. Um, it's always worthy, man. Uh, you know, I like, I just like to be able to, you know, it's always cool when you're able to meet good people. So, you're like a really cool person, man. And like I said, we've been talking here and there over the years through social media, I think support supported my uh, career, so it's nothing but gratitude for this. Yeah, wait, how long has it been? Uh, I'm not, to be honest, I'm not really sure. I've made a few years at least. Uh, I've seen you uh, across mentions here and there. And <laughs> Uh, via uh, social media. Yeah, I, I try. I, I, I try to make you uh, smile, try to mess with you sometimes too, I admit. <laughs> All good, man. <laughs> All good. I, I like, uh, as long as it's positive, man, I'm always, I'm all good. So, yes, sir. Ain't got any time for negativity, man. You gotta make people smile or just move along, you know? There's enough negativity in this world. Um, uh, well, again, thank you so much for the interview. Uh, I, I want to keep you for just a second after, if you don't mind, for a little gaming-type conversation. But for now, the Sportatorium is over. I want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, James, where can we find you on social media? Wow. Okay. I've got you on everything but Instagram. Now I feel guilty. Yeah, and and for the music, you can uh, search Kirk in all caps, which is K period, I period, um, R period, K period, on all music uh, services. You guys need to 
to search that music too because it is real positive it gets you it gets you motivated gets the blood pumping kind of got me ready for war that was a weird feeling oh awesome. <laughs> uh, all right well again thank you thank you guys for listening and that is the end of the sportatorium <laughs>